just knows how to rob me sleep. Ooh, Jesus knows how to rob me sleep. Ooh, Lord, when I, when I die, I got a home on high. Ooh, I want Jesus to rob me sleep. Ooh, I want Jesus to rock me to sleep. Oh, I want Jesus to rock me to sleep. Oh, Lord, when I die, oh, I got a home, home on my Oh, I want Jesus to rock me to sleep. Oh, Jesus knows how to rock me to sleep. Jesus knows how to rise me to sleep. Oh, Lord, when I die, oh, I got a home. Oh, I want Jesus to rise me to
just a few uh, housekeeping things before we get started with this awesome celebration of our sister, Sister Marilyn Frazier. Uh, remember that you'll be on camera. This is going to be a lively worship, even though it is a time of celebration and heartbreak. Keep your mask on, please. Keep your mask on and listen to the directions of the ushers. We'll be so grateful uh, to you if you would do those couple of things. Uh, for bathroom instructions, there are ushers on the floor. They will give you directions. They are just to the rear, but you'll be going out on to my left and to my right, to the very back, uh, to go to the restrooms. And I believe that's all that you need to know. But what you really need to know, what you really need to know is that this is the day that the Lord has made. And even in this moment, we will rejoice and be glad. Oh, why are we going to be glad? Because a woman, a great mother, a great grandmother, a great friend has crossed over to be in heaven with the Lord. Amen. That's good enough reason to rejoice. Come on, stand to your feet. Put your hands together. Let's su support this family with your hand clap of praise. Come on, let them know. Family, you can remain sitting, but we're going to let you know how much we love your mother and how important this day is to you. And we are going to support you in a big, big way. God, we love you and we thank you, Lord, now even for this day. God, in whom we live and whom we move and whom we have our being, our hearts are heavy this morning, this afternoon, but they are open to see what you have for us today. Lord, we love you. We glorify your holy and righteous name. Even in this moment, even this moment of sadness, we know that there can be gladness because a sister, Miss Marilyn, has done what we've got to do. She has made it to the arms of the Lord. And we are glad about that. We are glad about that. We are glad about that. So we thank you, God. This is a celebration. This is a home going. God, but we want to be sure to give your name the glory and all of the praise. May this worship experience bring this family closer together. May this, may this experience heal and calm and, and just soothe this family at this time. May this family know that their mother loved you. She honored you. And she worshiped you. And so we shall do likewise in this moment. We shall honor and glorify your name. We thank you, God, for what you're doing, for what you're going to do. And we thank you now, even, Lord, for the preached word that will come. And we thank you for all scriptures that will be read. And we thank you most of all for this family touch them and care around them. It is in your name that we do pray. Come on, put your hands together. Amen. Can you join me in an amen? Amen. Amen. You may remain seated and we will have our opening hymn by Miss Naomi Worthy. Sing the wondrous love of Jesus. 
sing his mercy and his grace in the mansions bright and blessed he'll prepare for us a place when we all get to heaven what a day of rejoicing that will be when we While we walk the pilgrim's pathway, clouds will overspread the sky. But when traveling, days are over, not a shadow, not a sigh. Oh, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing when we all see my Jesus we will sing and shout the victory let us then be true and faithful trust in serving every day just one glimpse of him in glory will my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. 
He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, surely your goodness and your mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The next reading is in the New Testament, sweet family and friends. And it is John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. God's word for God's people may be a blessing and lifting to this sweet family. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we glorify and we magnify your name. Even in this moment of sorrow and grief, God, we glorify your holy and righteous name, God, because we thank you now even for everything that you've done for this family. God, we thank you for giving them a mother that loved them more than life. God, we thank you for giving them a grandmother, a friend. God, we thank you for everything. God, we lift you high. We magnify your glorious and righteous name. God, right now, we pray mightily for this family, God. We pray right now that you would bind them together, God. Let nothing separate them from you and from each other. Bind them closer and closer and closer together, God, like never before. God, we pray that they will continue to know you the way that their mother knew you. God, we pray that they will know you in the pardon of their sin, that they will know you in every aspect of their lives, that their mother put something in them, God, that's going to take them from this day on into the next and the next and the next. 
So, God, we know that she loved them. She's shown them love, God. So we want you to know that, that we love them and we love you, God. And we pray that you would just bless this family in a mighty, mighty way. God, we pray that in the midnight hour, when there's no one around, they will understand that all they have to do is look up and say, Jesus, Jesus, I need you right now. And you will come. You will comfort them. God, we thank you for that. We thank you for the promises that are laid out for this family, God. We pray that you would just bless them over and abundantly. All that they know to need and ask for, God, you will grant it in the mighty name of your son, Jesus, God. We thank you for all of their friends. We thank you for their family, God. We thank you for everything that you have done for them. God, we pray that you would just continue to bless this family. Continue to keep them close. Continue to make them healthy, God, and let them lean on the everlasting arms which are yours. God, we love you. We give you honor. We give you glory. And we leave it all in your hands, God. It is in your name that we do pray. Can you join me in an amen? Amen. 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 You may let those worshipers enter. continue in our worship with this election from Miss Naomi Worthy. As soon as I can see Jesus, the man who made me free, the man who bled and suffered, he hung on Calvary. I want to thank him how he brought me. I want to thank God how he taught me. I want to thank my God how he kept me. I want to thank him because he never left me. I'm going to sing all around the altar. I'm going to shout all my troubles over. I want to thank God, thank him for being so good to me. Well, I'm going to wear a diadem in the new Jerusalem. Gonna walk me some streets of gold in the homeland of the soul. I'm gonna view the host in white. I've been traveling day and night, coming up from every nation. Oh, 
Troubles over. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, God. We've come to a part of our worship and our celebration of our sweet sister, Marilyn Frazier, and we want to have some tributes now from her work friends, HT family, um, tributes from her soul sisters led by Deacon Angela McDonald, and tribute uh, to grandmother from her gran grandchildren, Kendra, Ken, Kennedy, Kari, Kinston, and Chloe. Amen. If you would be so kind as you paint this wonderful picture of this mother, if you would keep your uh, remarks within two minutes, not that we don't want to hear because we want you to paint that picture but in consideration for this family, 
Amen. For this family. It's not about us. It's about the family. They are hurting. So we want to lift them up. So come on. Come on, HT family. If you would come first, we would be so appreciative. Yes, right here to my right, your left. Amen. All of you loved and honored Marilyn. The, the power of this love that's in this congregation and beyond is just so heartfelt. Um, we all had a special connection with Marilyn. She with us. And one of her assets is that she loved everybody. It wasn't like you're her best family member or your best friend. It was just for everybody. So I have a few notes I wanted to, to say from my coworkers, the solidarity of our firm for like 20 plus years. We're all heartbroken over our loss. We're all honored to have known her as our friend and her legacy. Um, she came to the firm 27 years ago with such a special style and grace, and I want to share with you, she was one of the best guidance counselors, one of the best spiritual counselors. I think she saved many, many people in the work that she did. Speaking on the phone to people that were in just such duress and such a tired unhappy place in their life and she brought them a courage that I don't think they could have had without her. Just a remarkable, remarkable spirit. Um, her ability to handle people and get clients where they needed to be to the attorney or the staff member, she would march right into the restrooms and say, you you got to come out here and talk to so-and-so. She made it happen. She worked for everybody in their tireless effort she had of love and energy and lifting people up. One of the things that we loved about Marilyn when she was introducing herself to, to people on the phone, she'd say, my name is Marilyn, as in... Monroe. <laughs> we got a big kick out of that. Our clients did too, and we needed to emphasize to her, Monroe. We had a lot of shenanigans um, in the firm, and believe me, Marilyn was a leader. She instigated a lot of that that just brought a solidarity to us all. Um, a lot of tricks. Um, she, <laughs> she brought to our office a Halloween clown. It was about three feet tall. Ugly, scary, 
and she would hide it places. You might walk into an office door, open the door, and there's, we named him Cheeto, orange hair. There's Cheeto. You hear screams down the hall. Just, just amazing. She made all of our work days better, tolerable. Um, her, her power of love for our Lord was evident, contagious. She instilled that in others. She brought people to that. Um, she was just an all-knowing person, and all of you who know her know that. Um, when she left our firm, we were heartbroken. It had been a long time, but things had changed. It was time for her to move on. She left a poem for us, and so poignant and so to the point. It's by William Wordsworth, Splendor in the Grass. Though nothing can bring back the hour of splendor in the grass, of glory in the flower, we will grieve not, rather find strength in what remains behind. Some of the thoughts I had that I wanted to share have already been shared when I first learned of Marilyn's uh, leaving for her eternal home, my first thought was, well done. And we heard that great song, well done. It was. She shared it. She's there. She's um, witness to a majesty that we all hope to see ourselves one day. The last thing I want to say is a, a quote from a song I heard last night by Alexa Rose, and it was, tell me I'm allowed to be overwhelmed. We are. Thank you for sharing your wonderful woman with us. Amen. I just remembered to keep your um, comments to two minutes because I believe we have a, a time crunch uh, that we need to meet. So come on, come on. Yeah, um, that was our birthday club. Oh, we are the birthday club. 
And I just have to say this before I go into what I'm going to say. Uh, it's seven of us ladies. Well, we got one has gained her wings. And so it was three of us, me, Marilyn, and Pam. We were the oldest in the club. These were our youngest. And we always call ourselves OG. Now, let's not get it twisted. It's not old girls. It was original gangsters. So we used to tell the young ones, see, y'all don't know nothing about back in the day. We know how to bring love and peace together. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay? Wait a minute. I do have to say one thing. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. Ooh, I had to get that out. Okay. Marilyn was an honest, fun, and energy-filled person. And everybody knew her. They knew that. She was always full of life. Her concern was always for the other person, not thinking of herself. She always cared for the less fortunate. She came to the birthday club, and she started us to do missions. And she, was, she came in and she said, we need a purpose. And we said, well done, sister. What you want us to do? And we did it. It was beautiful. We did so many things from feeding the homeless to going to um, a place, I can't think of the name right now, so charge it to my head and not my heart, where people come in from out of town with families, and we would go over there and feed them and sit and have lunch with them and minister to them. Oh, that was so, 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 so fun. So we developed our signature color, yellow, as you can see. And Marilyn loved butterflies, so that is our signature, the yellow heart with the blue butterfly. Marilyn loved her family. She loved her children, especially those grandchildren. Oh, my goodness. She could not say enough about her grandchildren. She, she always enjoyed getting together at our various gatherings. We became family, a sisterhood like no other. It was like no other. I'm telling you. You could always depend on Marilyn. If something happened, she was the first one to jump up, and she'd be right there to your side to love on you and to reassure you that everything was going to be all right. And we knew when Marilyn was there, everything was going to be all right. The gospel hymn choir was her joy. Oh, she loved the choir. She would always play gospel music when we went on trips. We get up in the morning for breakfast, Marilyn be up, she be cooking, and she always have on gospel hymns. And we all would join in and sing the gospel hymns before we said our prayer and in private. And just to let you know that Marilyn was not afraid of anyone, by no way. Often told us that she had made her peace with the Lord long, long time ago. So she was a child of Christ. She was my sister. She was my friend. 
she was my family. And to Antoine, take care of that girl over there. To Naya, job well done. And Quinn, yeah, Peanut. That's what we call her, Peanut. That's my cousin. But she called me Auntie because I'm Peanut. Take care. Job well done. I love you all, and that's all I have to say. Told you I would. I am the oldest of the bunch, but for you, I will be strong. The journey going forward will be hard, and we must carry on. Thank you for everything, especially the wisdom you instilled in me. I'm still sitting here in shock, really in disbelief. Oh, what a joyful day it will be in heaven when I see you again. Grandma, I will love you always. You're my Leo. With your wisdom, you kept me sane. This would be a hard battle. I'm going to feel the strain. You always worry about our well-being. I can't believe you're no longer here. Life has a different meaning. Right now, I feel lost, almost weightless. Like you always say, be strong and walk in your greatness. I was always your princess. Oh, I miss you so much already. I can't explain the pain in my heart right now. It's not beating steady. I will always remember the things you taught me. But grandma, this is so hard. Please continue to watch me. I promise to be nice. I promise to be kind. I will love you forever until the end of time. I was your sweet, quiet princess, but now I'm a little more outspoken. Grandma, I don't know how I'm gonna, what I'm going to do without you. Tell me, how do I manage? How do I keep going? I will stay in school, become a doctor. I can't believe you're not here while I'm still growing. You always saw the best in us. We know this to be true. We will continue to walk in our greatness in honor of you. Grandma, this is so hard. Please tell me what to do. I never imagined this day or life without you. You always told me to keep playing sports and never get mad if I lose a game. I'm going to play for you now. Every time I step on the field, I'm going to whisper your name. Me and Ken will look after the girls. We promise to always protect them. We were your 10, 20 boys, and we will forever, always be that. We love Grandma. Amen. Let's put our hands together for those tributes. Uh, yeah. God bless you all. To the HT family, thank you so much.
two that show sisters in yellow. I thank you for being a friend, beautiful. And grandchildren, I know that was not easy. So God bless you. That was a beautiful tribute to your grandmother. Ah, oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. It will be remembered forever. Thank you so, so much to everyone. And on behalf of the family, we want to say thank you to every family, every friend, for everything that you have done for this family during their time of bereavement and even before. They want to let you know that everything that you did is so, so appreciated. And they will thank you in a more formal way at a later date. But they want you to know today that what you've done meant so very much to them. Thank you so much for all that you have done for the Fraser family. They are eternally grateful. And in the coming days, they're going to need you more than ever. Because at some point, the phone will stop ringing. The text messages will stop coming so fast. So can we commit to remember this family? Can we do that? Can you put your hands together? Let me know. Let me know that, this, that you will. You'll take care of this family. You'll check on them. You'll check on these grandchildren. And you'll check on this daughter and, grand, and son. They are very appreciative. We know that you'll do it. And they thank you so very much for all that you have done and will do for them in the future. They are grateful. Now we are preparing for our eulogy, which will be by Reverend Dr. Monica Redman. We need a word from on high. Amen? We need a word. We need a word. And so we're going to have that word from Dr. Redman after a selection from our hymn choir. Amen? Have you all enjoyed the hymn choir? Uh, you got to be special for the hymn choir to sing at your funeral. <laughs> Amen? It helps to be a member of the hymn choir. Come on, hymn choir. Come on. I heard the voice of Jesus say, come on to me and rest. Lay down, thou weary one, lay down thy head upon my breast. I came to Jesus as I was. I was weary, worn, and sad. I found in him a resting place, and he has made me glad. Mm -hmm. I Oh, 
together for our music ministry today. Oh, come on. You can do a whole lot better than that. Have they not been awesome today? Miss Naomi Worthy, along with Scott Gibson. Come on. Let's give God some praise in here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's give God some praise in here. Come on. Today is a celebration. Today is a celebration of life. I know that some people call this a funeral, but when you have lived your life, in the way that Sister Marilyn has lived her life, you ought to give God some praise for that. Oh, come on. Let's give God some praise for her life. Come on, come on. She used to sing on that hymn choir. We ought to give God some praise for her life. A life well lived. Come on, come on, come on. We ought to give God some praise in this building. Praise, praise, praise in this building. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, we don't know where we would be. But you know what I want to say right here? Sister Marilyn is not lost because we know where she is. She's now walking the streets of gold. She's there with our Father. We ought to give God some praise for that. She's not lost. We know exactly where she is. To God we give the glory. To God we give the glory. To God we give the glory. Great things he is doing. He is doing, not has done, but is doing within the lives of his people. To God we give the glory. I'm so grateful and I'm so honored today to be given this great opportunity to share words of comfort for this family. I, I really, really am beside myself with joy. Sister Marilyn, the great woman. Oh, she was a great individual. And so today, it gives me honor. I love her daughter, Talia. Oh my God, the, the lunches we've shared together, the conversations we've shared. It was my honor in 21 to officiate the wedding celebration of my dear friend. Oh, come on, for tonight and Antoine. We ought to give God some praise for that. Oh, come on, come on, come on. We ought to give God some praise for that. But you know what? Don't keep those hands from, from clapping because we need to thank God for these grandchildren. Come on, we really got to thank God for the grandchildren. I want to say y'all did that. Y'all really did that. And I just want to encourage you all to continue in your journey 
continue as you walk with the Lord. I'm asking you and I am compelling you to continue in your walk with the Lord. Maybe one day you'll be singing on the hymn choir. Maybe on the choir. Scott Gibson would love to have you singing on the mass choir or any of the choirs. So to God we give the glory. Thank God for what is happening in this place today. Because I feel God in here. Does anybody else feel God in the building? I do feel God in the building. I got to thank God for the birthday club. Hallelujah. Thank God for them. Thank God for friendship that is meaningful. To God we give the praise. I want to thank God for our pastor in his absence. Would you help me thank God for the senior pastor of this church, Reverend Dr. Robert C. Scott. I thank him today for this wonderful opportunity to stand here in his stead. He is the shepherd of this house, and we thank God for him, and we've got to keep our hands together for uh, Reverend Brenda Richardson. Has she not done a wonderful job in leading us this afternoon? Oh, to God we give the glory. Thank you, thank you, thank you all so much. Thank you, Reverend Richardson, and thank you to all of you who are here. Thank you for being here. You could have been anywhere this afternoon, but thank you. I'm going to try not to keep us long because we've got to get to the graveyard. So I may um, do as um, we're taught in seminary. You know, if, we, if I scared over a couple of things, that you know. <laughs> That's so that we can get to the cemetery. But to God, we give the glory. I know God is going to say something in this room today that is going to bring glory to God. Amen. Amen. There's an interesting word that is found in Proverbs. Proverbs. If you have your Bibles, I want you to follow along with me. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Today really is a very difficult day. Marilyn was only 61 years old. She's too young. Yeah, as you get closer to that age, the more you say, now that's young. I'm saying that's young. That's young. Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord. With all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. From these two verses, we can find a few things that I believe that you can hang on to for the next few days, and the next few weeks, and next months, next years. As you contemplate this moment, I want you to really, really contemplate these things that I'm going to share today. But if I had to give this particular time of sharing a title, I would talk about how to cope with a difficult death. That's what I want to talk about because this is difficult. I don't want anybody to make you feel like today is not difficult. Today is difficult. It's difficult for this daughter. It's difficult for this son. It's difficult for these grandchildren. It's difficult for these brothers and sisters. Oh, my God, it's difficult. But I just want to say, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So the first point I want to suggest to you today is accept that you don't understand it all. If you want to get through the next few days, the first thing that you need to understand is that you need to accept that you don't understand it all. 
verse 5 in the B clause, it says, lean not on your own understanding. When death like this occurs, some people begin to waver in their faith. They begin to doubt. And it starts with questioning God. I can hear the questionings right now. Why would God, if he really is a good God, allow something like this to happen to my loved one? Why Why would God, if he really is an all-powerful God, allow something like this to happen to us? To me, if God is good and if God is all-powerful, then why do bad things seem to happen? Anybody else asking those questions? I know I'm asking those questions. Those are questions that loom in my mind. And I confess to you that there are no easy answers to these questions. I could tell you that part of the answer lies in the fact that not everything that happens is God's will. I could tell you that. You see, God has given us something called a free will, which means that, that we get to make our own decisions and we get to make our own choices. Then the result is that sometimes we hurt people and sometimes we hurt ourselves. Sometimes we hurt people, I said, and sometimes we hurt other people and sometimes we even hurt ourselves. Personally, although I am a follower of Jesus Christ, I would not want to live in a world that is micromanaged by God. I would not want to live in a world in which I wasn't really free. I am glad that I live in a world in which I am a follower of Jesus Christ because of my own free will. Hallelujah. I said I have a choice. And I've decided that I will, precious, I will follow the Lord because I want to follow him. Anybody else want to follow him because of your own free will? Is that because somebody told you you had to do it? It's not because somebody made you do it. You do it because you know that with God, all things are possible. I can't do anything without God. Anybody else? I can't do anything without God. I wouldn't want to live in a world that was micromanaged by God. So I'm glad that he gives us a free will. And I choose to surrender my life to the lordship of Jesus Christ. I'm under the lordship of Jesus Christ. And I came to tell somebody that as long as you are following the Lord, you can't go wrong. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I know what I'm talking about. As long as you are on the Lord's side, you can't possibly go wrong. Anybody know what I'm talking about today? Listen, I know that we're not going to cross every T and dot every I, but that's what I love about God. He didn't say I had to be perfect. Hallelujah. He said, just follow me. Follow me. And I'll show you. I'll show you how to live the best life you can live. Oh, hallelujah. But you got to follow him. Come on, follow him. I choose to follow God. In doing so, I've accepted there are things in life that I will never understand. In Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, we read, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, 
So are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts and your thoughts. In other words, we will never understand many of the things that we experience in this life. And we need to begin by simply accepting that fact or else we will drive ourselves insane with all the why questions. I've accepted that fact. Rather than wasting your time asking questions that have no answers, you must, number two, hold on to your faith. Look at somebody and tell them, hold on to your faith. Hold on to your faith. You may not understand what's going on right now, but hold on to your faith. I'm saying to this family right now, hold on to your faith. You may have tears in your eyes. You may stay up all night crying, but I came to tell somebody today, hold on to your faith. Come on, put your hands together for that and look at somebody. Tell them, hold on to your faith. Yeah, it's going to get hard. Tears are going to flow. We're going to miss Miss Marilyn. Of course, we're going to miss seeing her singing up there on the choir stand. But I came to tell somebody, hold on to your faith. Hold on to your faith. Come on, put your hands together. Tell somebody, hold on to your faith. Hold on to your faith. Hold on to your faith. But you know what? There's a third thing that I want you to understand. Except that you don't understand it all. Hold on to your faith and then never go your own way. That's the third thing. By saying that, I am certainly not saying that you can't be unique or that you can't be your own person. On the contrary, I believe that God created us all different because God loves variety. And as they say, variety is the spice of life. It keeps things interesting, and that is a good thing. But the Bible says, in all your ways, submit to him. In, in everything you do, submit to him. Submit to God. Submit to God and watch what God will do with your life. Why is this important? Well, the Bible also says in Proverbs 14 and 12, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. You see, our earthly fathers and mothers may not have been perfect, but our Father in heaven really knows what's best for our lives. Hallelujah. I know that mama said follow her, daddy said follow him, but I came to tell you that sometimes they didn't do everything that they were supposed to do, so I'm telling you to follow him. Follow him. Follow God in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. But you know what? There's the last thing. I want you to accept that you don't understand it all. I want you to hold on to your faith. If you do that, don't go your own way. And if you do all of these things, my God will get you through. Hallelujah. Come on, here, somebody. I need somebody to hear this last thing. Line verse 6b says, and he will make your path straight. Accept that you don't understand it all. Hold on to your faith. Don't go your own way. And God will get you through it. I came to tell you, Sister Tanaya, that God is going to get you through this. I know that it might look dark right now, 
some praise in here. You got to get to the cemetery. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Everybody standing except for this family. I need everybody standing. Everybody standing. I'm going to ask for the funeral directors to come back now. It is time for us to move towards the cemetery. The police may be waiting on us and we don't want them to drive away. Praise the Lord. <coughs> As the funeral directors come back, I'm going to ask some ladies, if they could, or men, if you would like to carry some of these flowers, if you could come now and stand to my left. If you want to carry some of these flowers, stand to my left. If you want to assist 
with the casket. We need some pallbearers and those men, I need you here to my right. Naomi is going to sing for us as we begin to assess out on our way to the cemetery. God is a good God. I'm going to ask Reverend Richardson to come with me as we recess out. There you go. If you're going to help with the flyers, we want you to come now and stand to my left. If you want to be a pallbearer, we need about six men to come and stand over here to my right. To God, we give the glory. I'm going to allow you all to go out first. As Miss Naomi Worthy is singing, we are making our moves towards rest of you, if you're not going to be a flower bearer or not going to be a pall bearer, I need you to be still. Everyone else, please be still as we recess out. Yeah. 